Hey friends, welcome to episode 62 of the Badass Midlife Podcast. I don't know if you're anything like I am, but I will just get into a mood and then all of a sudden look at myself and be like, wait, where did that come from? You were fine five minutes ago, right? And then always trying to figure out what what was the trigger? Where did that come from? Did that come from something else that was a trigger? And I think it's always really worth noting because in midlife, I've been a person that is always trying to master my mood because I'm like, I'm not going to be the victim of outside circumstances or, or people or my story and all that. So today we're going to talk about seven sneaky things that mess with your mood every day that you might not even be thinking about. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope you're having a great day today, and I hope wherever you are, the weather is getting nicer if you're from a colder place like I am. It's going to break 50 degrees in Chicago today, so I'm very excited. Um, today we're going to talk about your mood and things that are that could possibly be impacting your mood every day that you're not really even thinking about. So I don't know about you, but I will start out my day with the best intentions. I am a person that I wake up, it's a new day. I'm really good at compartmentalizing. Yesterday was a mess. You know, this weekend, a lot of crazy shit happened, but I can really put everything in its own box. And then the next day, really start feeling kind of fresh and just be like, okay, this goes here, this goes here from those things that were kind of uh, annoying or or just frustrating, I'm gonna start adding things to my today's to-do list to kind of work through those. But I think in general, it is kind of hard sometimes to really know where a mood that goes off the rail kind of comes from. Um, and I, I, I just wanna really encourage you just don't be that person, right? The one person that everyone just is like, oh, let me wait until they get fully into this room so I can figure out what kind of mood they're in, right? We all know people in our lives that are like that, where we're like, oh, which version is gonna show up today, right? And it's super frustrating because you're like, I really kind of resent the fact that I'm sitting here being fine, uh, but now I'm kind of at the mercy of whatever like shitty mood you're gonna bring to me. And then I have to sort of adjust to that, which again, I'm all about adjusting to what's going on. But don't you kind of resent that sometimes when somebody is that way? Well, I don't wanna be that person, right? I wanna be really consistent in my moods or at least be able to recognize when I'm not and figure out the source of it so I can make the adjustment because inconsistency in our moods can really be a sign obviously of something bigger some bigger issues and it can really impact relationships and your happiness and also your success when you're trying to accomplish other things right imagine you know, these CEOs or people that have grown small ideas into big businesses, they weren't victims of their mood because if that were the case, they would have crumbled uh, during when many of the little roadblocks that they probably 
encounter. So if you're a person that's kind of been trying to file down those pointy edges of your moods and behavior and become a master of your mood, consider why those little switches might occur in your day. So we're going to go through seven of them that I think are the biggest uh, culprits of really like taking us off the rails and maybe we're not even thinking about, you know, that this could have been the reason. But I do want you to think about it because they could absolutely be a part of what's going on. So the first is you are not sleeping well. So poor sleep or lack of enough sleep can really wreak havoc on your mood and mindset. And it really doesn't take much to send you into a little tailspin. But the good news is that's fixable. So researchers at University of Pennsylvania found that people who were limited to only four and a half hours of sleep, four and a half to five hours of sleep, reported feeling more stressed, angry, sad, and mentally exhausted. And when they resumed a normal pattern of sleep, they reported dramatic improvement in mood. Now we know that, but sometimes we don't know when we even got a bad night's sleep, right? We don't even consider it part of the possible problem. But when you think about going into that deep sleep and dreaming and having you know, a really restful night, uh, you know, you don't think, did, I, did that happen to me last night or did I sleep poorly? A lot of times we do know, right, because we're up and we're tossing and turning, but sometimes we don't know. So if you're not really sleeping well, uh, that could be something that at the one o'clock, two o'clock point of your day, something can happen and you're just like, boom, you're off. Like you go off on somebody and it really is because we definitely need a certain amount of sleep. So Take care of your sleep routine. Make sure that right before bed, you're doing something restful, that you're not having those stressful conversations, that you're not on social media with all that light going in and keeping your brain stimulated. Anne Lamott has a great quote that says, when you rest, you catch your breath and it holds you up like water wings. And that's so true. Just, just really nurture the idea of getting a good night's sleep. All right, now the second thing that might mess with your mood is that you don't have a routine. Uh, This is a conversation I often have had with my daughters. Routines really give you the ability to function on autopilot. And a lot of days when life just throws a lot of different crap at you, you need to have the bulk of it on autopilot so that you're not overloaded and making decisions about every single little thing right? You should already know what you're going to wear, let's say, and know what your breakfast is, know what you're going to take for lunch. Make sure you have coffee on Monday morning at your house and you're not, you know, stressing about that. Uh, Gas up your car the day before, like have a routine so that you have opened up your brain and your, um, basically your thought process to the things that are actually going to come up that you need to handle. Routines are really important for a few reasons. Number one, they keep you on track. So even even the smallest things like showering, uh, you know, or like I said, making coffee, when it's done in a really regular routine, you are operating from a sense of control of your day. Instead of becoming antsy and being like, kind of like a spinning top where you're just like, oh, like what, where, where am I gonna go next? 
We often have a lot of things on autopilot and that's wonderful, but just remember that routines really do help you feel like you have control of your day and your day's not about to have control over you. Another reason is that structure gives you strength. You can feel more confident about how your day is gonna unfold when you have this routine. It frees up your mind. Uh, It keeps you clear on the task so there's no surprises, right? You are the boss of your day. And And I just love that idea that, yep, there are gonna be things that come up, but these 12 things that I already Uh, know are going to happen. I've already got a handle on. I know when they're going to happen and I don't have to think about those. And also that you have a clear beginning and a clear end. So having a routine in place for the day can really help you feel like you have accomplished something. So knowing when you start, knowing when you end helps you get to the finish line with a sense of focus. And it doesn't really allow for any mood swings to creep in because there's ambiguity in the timeline. John Maxwell says, you will never change your life until you change something you do every day. The secret of your success is found in your daily routine. So remember that, uh, just not having a routine can really mess around with your mood because again, you're not feeling in control. Third thing that affects your mood, you avoid or bury unpleasant situations. Well, who doesn't want to do that? Totally. Uh, I love avoiding <laughs> and burying bad, you know, unpleasant situations, but uh, that's really a normal, <clears throat> your body's normal response to stress. So if you have made up your mind to bury or avoid something, uh, everything else you do is kind of impacted. You know, I mean, mainly your mood because easy things become a little bit harder Uh, And then that makes you frustrated. And then that leads you back to avoiding things. And then you're in a bad mood because of that. And it's just this cycle. So just remember that avoiding hard things doesn't really improve or solve. uh, But instead, it keeps those things in the front of your mind all the time because you're like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And just the nature of saying it and I'm not going to do it. It's almost like saying, like when you manifest something, like I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to think about it. But then you are. So the best solution is just to face those emotions, deal with the hard things in the moment. Just say, okay, instead of being like, I can't right now, just be like, okay, what? What is this? What do I need to do right now? Because I don't want to have this now impact everything else that happens after it. So as hard as it seems, it's going to be easier in the long run. And then before you know it, it's behind you. And it's not one more thing that's buried in this radioactive time capsule of your mind. Uh, so just remember that. Don't don't bury things that really don't need to be buried because there's enough. We'll talk about that another day, but there's enough in there. Uh, another reason you might have a fussy mood is you don't practice self-care. And a lot of us treat this as, I'm going to do it when I can, uh, action in our lives. The truth is that it's one of the most impactful ways to keep your mood and your emotional well-being in check. So take care of your body, right? Eat clean, good foods that nourish you, that give you energy, uh, get fresh air, and then have a couple activities that you turn to pretty consistently that help you move your body and breathe a little deeper. So exercise, a hobby, a sport, 
getting outside you know people underestimate what that fresh air and that sunlight does but it's life-giving and all of that just really kind of helps reset your mind and get you off of whatever that groove of thought is for that day because man we all know days can just snowball right you can just be on a thought loop and then the whole day is like that but if you allow yourself to get up step away get outside get some air Uh, listen to a podcast, listen to music, look at the beautiful things outside, like you will be sort of shifting that loop and just keeping it from getting too big and being too much of a controller of your day. Another thing is to, to know your financial story, right? Don't ignore your finances. These are always a stressor. Have a budget, make it simple. Like I said, autopilot is important. Stick to it so that money worries aren't a problem of your routine. That should never be the case, no matter if you're making the money you wanna make in your household or not. But you know, have a budget, plan your expenses, set up auto payments, and then save if you can or invest consistently. So money or the lack of it is a very common stressor and worry, but don't avoid it or add stress Uh, to the financial picture uh, by not knowing your money situation. So it should be something you control rather than react to. Um, Another is to maintain your social interactions. Get together with people. Even if it's not once a week, make it once a month. But when you don't balance your life by interacting with others, it's really easy to stay in your head and stay focused on problems. Sorry, instead, set aside some time. Uh, every once in a while on a consistent basis for a date night, for a family get together, drinks with friends. It can be really, really calming. And again, get you out of that loop of negative thinking that is going to eventually impact your mood. Another, be generous. Expand your sights beyond the circle of your friends by helping other people. Like it's, of course we wanna help the people we love, but sometimes there's people in our circle that we don't even, you know, really let in or we don't ask questions and figure out if they're fine. Um, But that can be really life-giving as well. You can even donate time to, you know, a charity, a good cause, uh, support, you know, maybe a coworker um, in times that they might need somebody, but they're not really talking about it, but that you can tell. Even something like this really, again, helps your mood because you're doing something for someone else. I love this one because there are studies that suggest that generosity has anxiety decreasing effects. It's a win-win. You win, they win, everybody wins. And then don't go down the slippery slope. Be aware of any red flags when it comes to your own emotions. Are you already depressed? Are you not sleeping? Are you really emotional right now? Watch for those signs and make sure that you have someone that you can talk to that really can help you work through some things before things get too far. This is another huge element of self-care, consistent thought work and then conversation, whether it's it's with a therapist or a friend or a life coach that really keeps things from getting out of hand. Another thing that might impact your mood is your negative self-talk. For goodness sake, be nice to yourself. You're always there listening, I always say. So being self-critical or getting consistently down on yourself really has long-lasting, devastating impacts on your mood. Instead, Start the day with quiet reflection. Allow yourself a nice clean slate to start. If yesterday was rough, remind yourself, hey, today is a new day and I have the ability to make it 
better than yesterday, not only that, but I can make it a really good day because negative self-talk can really lead to kind of having blinders on and being unable to see new opportunities um, and also can decrease the tendency to want to capitalize on things. So life could be handing you some really great opportunity, but because you're in this negative thought and you've already made up your mind that things don't work out and you got too much financial worry, uh, you're not taking care of yourself, you haven't slept, your kids are pain in the ass, all of this stuff, there could be a wonderful door that's opening and you're just not even ready and willing or able to see that it's there. So definitely kind of tone down the negative self-talk and just talk yourself into being open. So handle those things in the moment and then you can be more open to the things that are being put in front of you. You might be holding on to the past, right? It's not easy to let go of past trauma, but living in the wake of those feelings all the time is definitely going to impact your mood. So if you're gonna live a fulfilling life, and I'm a person that has held on to many things from my past, but if you really wanna live a fulfilling life, first step should always be the effort that you make to move on from the past. And I know it's easier said than done, but there's a few tips. One, you gotta commit to letting that stuff go. And once you decide to do that, it's gonna empower you. Feel the feelings. You don't have to fix anything. You don't have to smash them down. But whether it's in your personal journal or a friend or a therapist, find a really safe place to reveal the feelings, feel them, and then just say, okay, now I'm gonna let these go, finally. Admit your own part. So if you had a part in whatever that um, kind of stressful, problematic part of your life was, own that part. Own how you feel, own what you may have done to contribute it, uh, and then just solve for your part. Um, You were a different person. You know, there were a lot of different situations. Um, but if you always put that burden on someone else, you're going to just stay stuck because you're thinking it was someone else that did it. And here I am stuck. I'm the victim of that. Right. So get out of that victim mentality um, because being reliant on the idea that it was always someone else's fault keeps you kind of in a state of flux, which is not good for your mood. You just got to own your part and take responsibility and then finally forgive yourself for it because the burden is of the past is a lot to carry around, right? But once you can really admit your part and uh, forgive, you know, someone else or others for their part, then you can move on. And when you know better, you do better. So give yourself a little grace and self-compassion for the things that have burdened you from the past, no matter whose fault it was, right? It's time. Um, And then finally, something else that might, the last thing that I think contributes to a fussy mood sometimes is that you're not actually living in to your personal core values. It's really easy to get frustrated and moody um, when we don't feel like we're living a life of purpose, or at least the purpose we thought our life was going to have. And when you forget about your personal core values and then allow other things to fill your day, Um, and your head, you'll get off track. And then you're just going to feel like, what am I even doing here? All I'm doing is caring for others. I'm not caring for myself as much as I should. 
I'm not trying to improve my situation. I'm literally reacting to everyone. Like if family time is an important core value to you, then staying late at work most nights is going to start to chip away at what you have already made an important pillar of your life and happiness. So unless you commit to say, nope, that is a core value, that is foundational for me. Family time is important. Well, you can't have everything. You can't say family time is important and I'm going to stay late and work and open my computer at night or volunteer to take other shifts. You know, sometimes other things just have to take a back seat. And then when you live into the things that are important, you're going to feel better. And it's going to help preserve your good mood because you're living into what you think is important. Um, if you like, let's say, want to have time each week for your own creative pursuits, you have a side hustle, you want to do something creative, take a class, but they always get pushed aside, those things that you want to do because you are just saying yes to things that you shouldn't because you're a pleaser. Um, you're, you're the one that always has to you know own and take something else on. Not only are you going to resent people for asking, but you're going to feel out of sorts and out of balance because you haven't, again, supported that core value of yours that you want some time to be creative. Keep focused on the things that matter. And the step one of that is just really defining what those core values are and then guard them with your life so that you can stay happier and feel a lot more connected to those core values. So friends, those are the seven things. I'm going to review them real quick again, just to give you a little reminder. But these are the seven things that could impact your mood every single day. You are not sleeping well, so catch those Zs. You don't have a routine. You avoid or bury unpleasant situations. You don't practice self-care. You do a lot of negative self-talk. You hold on to the past and you don't live into your personal core values. I would encourage you to listen again. Uh, go through those seven little insidious little killers of your mood and really think about, you know, what are you doing that's really contributing to that? And then live your life, you know, from a better place and uh, be in more mastery of your mood. It's a continual work in progress and that is totally okay. What matters is that you have the self-awareness and the ability to feel what you're feeling and just identify the cause. And again, don't underestimate the value of rest, structure, positive self-talk, letting go of the past and negativity, and then caring for yourself physically and emotionally. You can definitely be the master of your mood, friend, and that can start today. All right, that's all I have for you today, my friends. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time. Hey, friends, thanks as always for listening. Do me a solid and subscribe to the podcast so that you get it dropped in as soon as a new episode uh, is recorded and leave me a five-star review and a comment. I would love to hear from you.